It's Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Let's talk about the news. From the Washington Post, Congress averts government shutdown with last-minute scramble. With just 32 minutes to spare, U.S. lawmakers prevented a government shutdown of their own making by passing a stopgap measure that will fund the government for the next 45 days. The legislation that was ultimately passed was bipartisan and generally acceptable to everyone, except the far-right Republican House representatives who were attempting to get their policy priorities signed into law, and failing that, were happy to push the government into a shutdown. Instead, House Republicans were able to get House Democrats and the Democrat-controlled Senate on board with one of their proposals by removing a small amount of funding for Ukraine, which the Dems didn't like, but including everything else the Democrats wanted. This is generally being seen as a victory for Democrats, will probably put a target on House Speaker McCarthy's back, as those far-right members of his party have said they would try to oust him if he worked with the Democrats in this matter, and it's likely we'll have to deal with this same issue in another month and a half. So while a shutdown has been averted for now, it's anyone's guess as to how things will play out the next time we have to go through all this. From the New York Times, saltwater in the Mississippi threatens water supply in New Orleans. As water levels in the Mississippi River have fallen due to drought-like conditions throughout the U.S. Midwest, the river has had insufficient heft to push back against the weight of the Gulf of Mexico, which has resulted in a slow, steady creep of salty ocean water up into the mouth of the river. Louisiana officials and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers are now struggling to figure out how to provide drinking water to the New Orleans area, which relies on the Mississippi River as a freshwater source, if this so-called wedge of salt water reaches the city's water treatment plants, as these plants cannot handle high salinity water and can actually start to corrode and break down if such water reaches its inflows, all of which is necessitating the construction of new infrastructure meant to impede the northward flow of salt water into the river, but those in charge have said this will only delay the inevitable, and it's likely the only way out, lacking some major new construction or refurbishment of freshwater systems in the region, is significant rainfall somewhere upstream that helps the river push back against this seawater wedge. And from Reuters, death toll from Pakistan blast rises to 59 as minister blames India. A large explosion at a mosque in a southern province in Pakistan has killed at least 59 people and sparked fresh accusations by the Pakistani government against the Indian government. The bomber detonated his explosives outside a mosque where people were gathered to celebrate the Prophet Muhammad's birthday, which is part of why the death toll is so high. This attack was followed by a second one in the northern part of the country, which killed at least five people, and no group has thus far come forward to claim responsibility, though there are quite a few extremist groups in the region that do this sort of thing semi-regularly, including the Pakistani Taliban, though they've outright denied being involved with these attacks. The Pakistani government has long accused the Research and Analysis Wing, which is India's intelligence agency, of sponsoring terrorist groups within their borders, though India denies this, and there doesn't seem to be any publicly available evidence to support this allegation. If you're finding some value in one-sentence news, consider leaving a quick review wherever you get your podcasts and or sharing the show with a friend. You can find out more about this show or subscribe to the email version at onesentencenews.com. And you can support this and other related projects, like the Let's Know Things and Brain Lenses podcasts, at understandery.com.